Hello and welcome back to the Reach Youth Podcast, where our mission is to reach, teach, and equip new leaders among the youth for the next generation. Now, as as you know, we are in the middle of Youth Week 2019, and we've been posting interviews with our preachers for this week. And today, we have an interview with Brother Dustin Lee, who is a pastor of a of a church in Massville, Kentucky. It is, I am very excited to hear what he has to say tonight, just because I met up with him in an interview for just a couple weeks ago, and this interview is easily one of the best, most enlightening interviews that we will have for this. He has an awesome testimony, and I can't wait for you to hear it. We can go ahead and get started if you want. Um, we'll try and get you comfortable first. So, uh, um, first of all, just introduce yourself about three to five sentences. Just tell me about who you are and all right, what I'm you do. Dustin Lee, uh, pastor of Life Apostolic Church in Madisonville. Um, not a big church, but a loving church. Uh, love the Lord. Been pastoring there about four years. Uh, it is a, a calling beyond my belief and, and honored to be used for God's kingdom. Yeah. Okay, so you've been pastoring about four years, so let's just hear your testimony. Well, uh, I was raised apostolic. Um, preached, I was called to preach when I was 13. I uh, preached my first message when I was 15, and I backslid when I was 20. Yeah. And uh was backslid for 10 years, uh, did everything that I was possibly big enough to do, and 10 years later, uh, my wife and I uh, got pregnant with our, our first child, and uh, God began to deal with, with my wife first, and uh, then he began to deal with me as the, the hard-hearted sinner on the back pew, and made the... the one step is all I remember between the pew and the altar, and and God changed my my life again, and, and was gracious enough to save me, and I uh, filled me with the Holy Ghost again, and the calling never left, and I just felt the Lord begin to pull, and, and He began to to start my ministry on a path that I couldn't have, could imagine could ever went on. So, for one of her, you you kind of just stepped right into this. So I, I did. How how exactly did that go down? How long had you been? Back we had in? we had been back in church. I, I'd been been back in church about two years. Yeah. And uh, I had preached a couple times, starting starting my ministry back from scratch. You yeah. know, had to had to start it all over, and um, there was uh, an, an issue arose in the church, and we had uh, some leave the church, including the pastor. And I made a, the comment to the board of trustees that I would be more than happy to do what I could to help the church while we were praying for a pastor and, and letting the you know the Lord lead a pastor. And it turned out that was me. Uh, it was not expected. Um, I was really praying that honestly that the Lord would send somebody else, and and He didn't see fit. And it's been a blessing. It, it was really it was a very very fast turnaround and. and uh, learning every day 
Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's amazing to see what, what God has done and what God's still doing. Yeah. The biggest thing that has helped in that, though, is the connections uh, that that we have uh, in our church with, with uh, my pastor, and then that's opened up, you know, several other doors like this one. You yeah. know, it, it's, it's led to here, so... God is God is blessed tremendously in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So, uh, one of the one of the key verses I have uh, that we have put out for the theme for this youth week, we're calling it Seek. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the theme verses is uh, I believe it's in Ezekiel, and it says, "I sought for a man to fill in the gap, and I found none." So, just comment you you mentioned. Well, no one else stepped up, so it was me. Right. So, just how how has that affected you? How different has that been? Just with uh, the, you know, just if 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 it's there, just step in. It's it's been a big big transition and a, a, a big change from. Uh, it's a big change when when you just you're either in a a minister lineup to where you know you're scheduled to preach this one and, and that one and. And then stepping in, and you're the only minister. It uh, the the congregation still needs to be fed, and we, they still need to be be taken care of. And and it was it's been a, a huge learning experience, and it, it's been a, a role that has it's ongoing. It, it, there's still new things that that we encounter, and at some point you. You have to, to well, I thought it was Apostle Paul said that when uh, I became a man, I put away childish things, and, and it was kind of the same scenario when when I went from just preaching once or twice, uh, you know, every every couple of months to, to preaching every service, there was things I had to, to put away and, and focus more sternly on ministry, and it's been a it's been a transition that only God could make. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Of course. So let's let's. It's been some heavy stuff. Let's try and uh, let's let's talk about something a little different. Right. Now, being you mentioned small church, and of course, big jump for you from kind of slow, simple to uh, it's me. Yeah. So, but in the in that process, you typically end up seeing some stuff that's a little different. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think would probably be the funniest moment in the course of? ministry for you oh man uh probably the the funniest and 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 i i say funny in a light term but when uh when when new converts are are coming in and they've never never truly felt the presence of the lord and and they don't know how to really respond to that one of the funniest things uh, actually just happened during our spring revival and uh, one of our men that has been coming for about six months or so and, and God is really transforming everything in his life and he'd been seeking the Holy Ghost and um, one of the I believe it was one of our youth actually uh, said something about can we get a chair and, and put up here in the front and, and have people you know if you're seeking the Holy Ghost why don't you come and, uh, and, and this, this brother did, and he sat down, and we prayed, and, and there was a, a swarm of, of saints around praying, and God began to move, and the Holy Ghost hit him, and he started speaking in tongues, and he jumped up out of the seat, and, and he just began to shout, and God slayed him in the spirit, and then he laid in the floor and spoke in tongues for, for a little while, and when he got up, he looked at me with his eyes as big as half dollars, and he said, what was that? And it just... 
that that uh, that will probably stand out as probably the funniest, just his reaction. Okay. Now, of course, that funny moment that sounds it honestly sounds pretty awesome. It was. It was. <laughs> it, was it sounds awesome. But is there anything like that? Just some awesome moment though. Besides that, just like you saw it, it's like I didn't see that coming. Wow. We have seen. Uh, we seen seen a lady come in that she had uh, torn something in her, in her knee. I don't remember if it was the her meniscus or, or if it was her ACL, but she had torn something and it was aggravated. And she she came in in a leg brace, mm-hmm. and uh, service was was moving and Lord was was uh, moving and she come up for us to pray pray for her, you know uh, about her leg and about just pray for. Her. And uh, in the midst of praying for her, the Holy Ghost fell, and she began to shout and began to begin to leap, and and of course when she started shouting, that just led into an, an outburst. And yeah. when uh, when we looked around, the, she had taken the leg brace off, and it was laying on the altar, and, right. and she was she was able to run and, and and leap and praise the Lord. And it's just that awe moment of God is able, you know. It, it's it's amazing what what he can he's what he can do and what he does. It's always, it's always something. <laughs> um, I'm thinking um, a little bit here. Now, so you say, so you've been in this, you've been preaching about how long now? Uh, this time it's been uh, about six years. So about six years. Uh, so, of course, that now. You've done some study. How do you usually? How's your study habits usually look? It's very. I know it's different for everyone. It is so. very chaotic for me. <laughs> um, up until yesterday, when school let out, I would get off work at, at two a.m. and have to get uh, my son up at six thirty to get him ready for school, yeah. uh, while my younger son is, is still asleep. So it. it the, that hour and a half or, or two hours maybe from the time we got our oldest to school and my youngest woke up, it, it is it is cram-packed with, God, I've got to have all I can get in this amount of time. Uh, with the shift that I work, it, uh, the evenings I'm at, I'm at work. So it, it's really, when, when the Lord begins to deal with me, I have to take notes and write down immediately. Uh, and then the the three or four hours each morning is uh, is, is about the time I get to really dig in and, and pray and study and, and it's amazing that God knows what we need and, and how how to get it to us because He never fails to in that time frame give me exactly what what the church needs and, and it just kind of builds builds from there but. And, and I've, I've told the church several times that as soon as we say amen on Thursday night, I start preparing for Sunday morning because it's a short turnaround, you know. And, and uh, the Lord knows exactly how to get, get me what we need in, in the very compressed time. Uh, I actually talked to, to a dear brother about you know, he, has, he puts 10 or 12 hours into to every message, and, and I may get 10 or 12 hours a week you know, uh, to get three messages, but, but God never fails. He he never, never fails. So in the course of that, so obviously concise time, short time, um, what, what would you say would be the moment 
in the reading in reading the word and all this, what would you say would be the thing that you've read and it was just like, oh wow, I've never seen this before. Uh, actually, it, it was one of the thing that stands out the most is is what I preached last night at at, at home church that uh, in Psalms forty, David said, "I waited patiently upon the Lord." Uh, and he heard, he inclined unto me when I cried out to him. And then the, the second verse of that says, He brought me out of a horrible pit and out of the miry clay and, established, and uh, placed me upon a rock and established my goings. Uh, and and when, when I read that just earlier earlier uh, in the week, it just, it hit me. And just, I, I told him last night in, in the message that I couldn't have wrote scripture any better than than David did writing that simply because that is exactly what he did for me and that was just a, a wow factor that that scripture was there for for me you know and, so. all right yeah uh, I'm I do know how that is yeah it is always amazing what can happen um okay. is there anything uh in the course of uh, what, what would you say would be the one piece of advice that, if you had nothing else you could give, what would be the one piece of advice that you would have to this, to the next generation? Get a hold of God and don't let go. Get Always, always want more of God than what you've got right now. And, and when, you get that, when you get more, hold on to more. And, and when you get that, begin to pray for more. Um, don't don't make the mistakes that that I and and so many others have of, of getting to a point and getting comfortable. Uh, don't get comfortable in, in serving God. Always want more. Strive for more and and seek more. And the more that you seek, the more God is going to give you. All right. Um. So seek more. Um. So what if someone has done like you said you did? And they are, they, they started out, they was in the church, but they kind of slipped back or maybe altogether just left. What would you, what, what do you think would be, is the thing that would help the most? Remember that God is faithful to forgive and God convicts, he doesn't condemn. And the, fir- the very first step is the hardest step. Uh, like I, like I said, when, when God called me back to, to the altar of prayer, I remember taking, it was a side step out of, out of the pew that I was in, and that's the step I remember. That was the hardest thing I ever did was take that step, but I don't remember anything from there to the altar. It, it was like I was literally, God packed me, packed me up there. Uh, the, the biggest piece of advice for somebody that, that has backslid and, and the thing to remember is God still loves you, you know, and, and whether it was you were hurt in church, it wasn't hurt by God, you know, people are going to, people are going to do things and, and, and upset people, but at the end of the day, God is the one that, that loves you, he created you for a purpose, and and look back to, to what God had done before, you know, there's nothing in this world that can take the place of the feeling of knowing that your sins are forgiven. They're, they're, I've, I've tried, and there's nothing that can take the place of that feeling. Well, I think that's going to be pretty much everything, but there is one more thing I'd like you to do. Okay. Um, could you just 
pray for the people that's going to be hearing this. Pray for them and pray that God would use something or pray that God would help them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's pray, brother. Lord God, I'm so thankful for this opportunity, God, that you have allowed. Lord, I know the ones that are going to be listening, God, need to hear your word. I know that they need to hear of you, God. Lord, if there's a backslider that's going to hear this, Lord, I ask, God, that you send that wonderful conviction, God, to them, Lord, and turn their life around the way that you've done mine. God, if there's someone that doesn't ever know anything of you, God, Lord, I pray that through this, God, through this week, Lord, that they would come to the house of God, Lord, and they would find, God, that comfort beyond all understanding, Lord, that they would find that peace that they're searching for. God, I pray that every ear, God, that these words fall upon, Lord, would receive something from you, God, Lord. I don't care if they're young or if they're old, God, I pray, Lord, that they would find their way to you, Lord, find their way to the plan of salvation, God. Lord, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith, God, Lord, I pray, God, you would give each one that hears this a desire to seek more of you, to do more for you and to be more like you God I ask your blessing upon this all let everything be done decently in order through this entire week we ask it all in Jesus name Amen this episode of the reach youth podcast as we previously mentioned we are in the middle of youth week and tonight we will be hearing from brother dustin lee come join us tonight at seven o'clock p.m join us the rest of the week too tomorrow we will be hearing from brother matt gallimore the day after that will be brother heath travis and all weekend long we will have brother doug smith coming to join us so you don't want to miss it come be with us let's reach our world